Christopher Media, the Weedsman Podcast. All right, man, it's time. It's time. Are we, are we ready for the list? The list. So we all made this list earlier. We sat around. Maybe uh, got a, maybe got a little too high. But you making know, this list. We, we did get too high because we only made half the list. <laughs> the Weedsman Podcast every Friday on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. I need to get it in there. So all right, yeah, me too. Oh, all right, <laughs> let's do it. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Welcome to Unregimented number 94. Nine fold, bitches. Freshman year. Woohoo. I graduated. <laughs> Fucking oh, damn. For, uh, I love you guys. You always make me feel like the baby. It's awesome. <laughs> Wherever I go lately, I'm usually the oldest dude. That'd yeah. be the first year I tried drugs. Wow. I can't say all 94. that. 94. <laughs> I, I really yeah, don't so. remember 94. Yeah. <laughs> there you That's go. how good of a time. If Dude. you remember '94, you really weren't there. Uh, let's see. I was at I was at ITT Tech. Oh God! I was drinking and driving a lot, <laughs> a lot. Back when you might get away with. And it. I was 19. Yeah, buddy. So I was fucking drinking and driving at 19. Oh man, I was no, actually Aaron. With... I think that was also the first year I tried drugs. Yeah, now, think about it. <laughs> I was. Uh... I was working two jobs. I was working for my parents and working for another art supply store and working like 60 hours and making more money than I ever seen in my life. And yeah, 94 was a good year. 1988 <laughs> is the first year I tried drugs. Yeah. If the year did not require an AK, it was good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm Chris. Oh, I'm Aaron. I'm Jay. And I'm rich. <laughs> so, well, it. so I always have week, to suppress the urge to go bitch after you say <laughs> yeah, rich. yeah I know should have a drop a this week drop. I okay so I quit my last job right and it took me two weeks to get my last check and uh, you know I'm no lie I'm living check to check still and that was a little bit rough so I've been doing pretty much nothing but watching TV and just oh you you said I'm it right sorry. and just uh, being TV. sad about not having any money and. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened what? with the new job? Oh, no, no. The new job just hasn't, you know. It costs money to change jobs. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a no, transition I... period. The new job is going to be great, but yeah, I'm only, this is uh, my second weekend. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been binge watching Arrow. I started watching Flash, which uh, kind of spawns off of that show in some way. I have to say, Flash, way better show than Arrow, as it turns out. How many episodes in the Flash does it get good? Because I really did not enjoy the first episode. Captain Cold. The first episode, I did. I watched the first episode when it came out mm-hmm. and was like, meh. Yeah, that's what I was like. Eh. The, I think the second episode is like, I, I see where they're going with this. I think it's the third episode when Captain Cold, which oh, is the like stupidest of I'm all sorry. villains, but no, is great on the I, show. I fucked up. I'm talking about Daredevil. Sorry. Oh. Daredevil series. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, totally no, 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 no. Totally different thing. Yeah. Stay on Flash because yeah, yeah, I'm with on you Flash. on Daredevil, cool, cool, cool. Jay. Yeah. Flash, though. Um, well, yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, n- well, another CW show, iZombie. One. That's a great fucking show, that man. Is a, that is a great fucking show, That's a too. great fucking show. Okay. But, that so, I'm, is so hot. Did you, did you watch the last episode? <laughs> I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> okay, damn. Uh, well, I won't. Blow I, it away. Go for it. I don't I, I'm care. not going to give anything no, away, it. but, um, I, well, because I wanted to ask you how hot she looked in fatigues, but uh, you'll see. Oh, right on. <laughs> I can't wait, man. No, wait, but, hey, have uh, you guys, I've been, I've been, I've been watching a show online. It's called uh, uh, "My Daughter's Fucking Blackzilla." 
I think it's on episode 40. Have you guys seen this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, got, I got the bootleg of 41, 2, 3, and 4. No, okay, but, cool. I'm going to have to hook up with you after the show. Download them to me. So, for, so anyways, right. iZombie. Well, well, go ahead. The thing is, like, a show like iZombie, it, it has still the same flaws that every show has. On you know, the I CW, say, yeah. I, well, I say it's a great show. It's, it's yeah. about as good as television gets. And it fails where almost all of television does. If, if TV fails in, in no, well, it fails in some major issues, but it tends to mostly circle around law and science is what I boiled it down to. Yeah, and uh, there there is one scene. There's a there's uh, every episode starts off with a murder that has to be solved. Yeah, and it's a th- cookie cutter show. Yeah, there's a backstory. But. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um. So a man's shot. A detective is looking at him, and he says they found no gun residue on him. So that means the shooter shot from a distance and looks over his shoulder, like up into a tree, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, or he just didn't put the muzzle right against him like <laughs> like you shot him from a distance of like i don't know a foot you probably wouldn't get any gunpowder out of him i mean yeah how, you would yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. but yeah we well, got you we got, got what you're it. saying yeah, okay yeah. maybe five feet but up in feet. a tree where you anywhere he could where, be like on the ground right. 50 feet away with like an ak or right something, you know right. and you know this is okay it's a minor thing but then sure. it takes me out of the show for like five minutes where i'm like thinking that's ridiculous but they, they can't put that five minutes into the show that's the problem that's why they do that like just make it as quick as possible to fucking establish point of well i don't aiming. know it's not so much about how much time they have to put into one hour of programming or 42 minutes of programming it's i think it's more about how much time they have for the actual production schedule. Yeah. Because somebody, Man, look, this who, whoever like, wrote like, that line, whoever wrote that line about the gunpowder knew what they were talking about, mm-hmm. right? But kind of. the actor didn't and yeah, took right. it as like, he must have been way over the fuck there. Yeah. And but he was directed. to do Look, that, it's probably. like it's like well, you, get, yeah. you buy a hooker well, for an was, hour. You don't go with foreplay. You got to get right to the fucking. <laughs> That's the fifteen right. minute. That's but, fifteen. Minutes. But right, there was no discussion of like it. Yeah, probably the writers Seven weren't even on set. for forty bucks. You get them for an hour. I mean, I've heard. I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, I yeah, it's it's it usually re, it revolves around science. Uh, it, the things that bother me the most. And I'm not talking about like weird particle physics shit or anything like that. Just a basic understanding of physics, how gravity works, and <laughs> you know, yeah. But it's uh, superhero show, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, Do that you understand right, how much yeah. a guy would have to eat to, to maintain the the, like, the flash like, like, in calories and carbs no, just that's to maintain the flash? That is what's for two great seconds? about the show. They that that's covered in episode two. He, really? He starts oh. passing out. He's running and passes the fuck out. And they're like, nice. you're burning through your glucose. They, there's a, actually a lot of science that outside of the part of the main theme is this explosion at uh, uh, at a, uh, what do they call it? Fuck, uh, the thing where they spin the particles around and make them collide into each other. Oh, the Hadron Collider? Yeah. Particle Collider. Yeah. Right. It's a particle collider that blows up and spreads dark matter throughout the city and causes all these metahumans to to come about. And that's partially how Flash gets hit. That's pretty rad. Right. But yeah, there is a lot of science to it. They, They do explore, you know, how his body would be different and how he heals differently. And I don't know. Anyway. By the way, real quick, for anyone who hasn't seen this show, this is a very late spoiler alert. 
Because we just killed, what, oh, the no. first couple episodes for him? No, no, no. I didn't give anything away. I mean, okay. th- this, is right. just, this is just anything that I've talked about is just kind of part of the basic setup of the show. Got you. Okay. My actually, bad. if you if you watched uh, Arrow, you would have seen it happen. I think it actually happens at the end of season two before they go into season three when flash gets his powers he appears first in arrow and then they show the scene where he gets zapped by lightning and they talk about him being in a coma okay and that's before episode one of the flash flash starts with him coming out of the coma well i think i think i don't know if this was on one of the podcasts or it was just banter between but i think you and i talked about it that the uh the barry allen flash the guy who played barry allen in the in the like late 80s early 90s flash tv show that lasted like a season is yeah. actually in the new flash well the fla- did, this was that, flash was that you is and called- i or was that someone else no 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 yeah th- i i don't remember if it was on air or not but this flash is barry allen and his dad the guy who played the old barry allen is in this as you know as uh i guess is barry i don't know they they never refer to him as like a junior or anything they just don't say his name Okay, all right. It's kind of weird, but yeah. Well, on, I, on, I, I was, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, they killed, I mean, there was like two or three flashes, and they killed right. all See, but one, brought in a new one, and blah, 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 so. Right. I didn't so know if I they was, were going with that. You guys are that fucking that nerds. Con- I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know enough about the the original Flash story, or I haven't even seen. I don't think in in decades any of the original uh, Flash series to know even what the what name he was using. Because like I was thinking, well, maybe it was like the Jay Garrick Flash, and this is. But, but then wouldn't he have the same last name? Because that's his kid. Yeah, yeah, or he can. So I don't know. Just because just because he goes by Barry Allen. And his kid does too. Doesn't mean he's not junior or the second. Right. They just might not refer to it. Right. Well, they have. And it even... is the CW, and you said yourself, CW is like soap opera. Yeah. Superheroes, so they might work it in there somewhere later. Absolutely. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented 5 stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net 
Net. That's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. Well, there's, uh, watching a lot of uh, network shows lately, it's unavoidable that you got to watch a lot of commercials. And there were two that I thought, of, well, first of all, one of them's kind of stupid. But have you guys seen the shit commercial for the pube trimmer? <laughs> no. Well, you have to watch it on TV. Right. I, the, no, if, I haven't. You, you may have seen it, just not, it didn't fully register. I don't think it took me a second to like realize what was going on, but you have three girls in bikinis that are all trimming these little topiaries that they have in front of them. And the camera pans over them so that it lines up right where their pubic hair would be. And so the first two have like, got these scissors and they're trying to like trim it off and they're very unsatisfied with their results. And the other one has this nice little heart shape that it's like shaving with this uh, chick razor. So a commercial's just dropping all pretense now? I thought it was kind of brilliant, though, because... To trim your bush? I don't know. It seems, I mean, seems kind of lazy writing. I know. I think that's brilliant. How else would how else would you broach that subject? Like, they have this, what they call a personal trimmer or something like that, and that's everybody what understands say. what it's supposed to be used for, but you can't, you can't talk about it. You can't just say, hey, it's, this is for shaving your pubes down so they don't stick out the top of your bikini. It's like vibrators. You can't say, this is for your vagina. You say, oh, it's a neck massager. Right, right. You know, you call it by another name, but we all wink, wink, get know what it is and what yeah. it's for. So I think they find. Neck. I, I have to give it a, uh, hats off to whoever thought of that commercial, the advertising company or whatever, because they managed to talk about something that uh, something that many people would find offensive to be advertised. I find it offensive. If they don't trim it up, so I don't well, know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't want to go down there with a fucking weed whacker. Come on, man. But the other thing that I saw a lot of are the iWatch commercials. Have you you guys seen the commercials for the iWatch? No. Dude, yeah. you watch a lot of TV. I've not seen any yeah. of these commercials. Okay. I've, I could, as, it, as someone fully invested in the Apple ecosystem, I yeah. could give two fucks about the Apple Watch. Yeah. Let, let me know when it can replace my phone, because all it is right now there, is a tether to my phone. You know, you know what's funny is uh, the, the Apple Watch has a really hard time. Um, its sensors can't sense through a lot of tattoo ink. Like different color tattoo inks actually oh, yeah. actually affect the way the watch works, and it'll actually shut down because it can't. Re- so if you got Uh-oh. a sleeve, you sleeved hipsters. Yep, you're gonna see people getting sleeves, but they're just a, like a bare spot where the watch yep. goes, just like a circle where the watch <laughs> right. goes. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> Leave a spot for my Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that would be very hipster. This is a, totally again what a, what Apple does better than anything else that they do is advertise, right? And they do tend to have these compelling commercials that you know. I mean, how how much do I use this fucking iPad? When it fir- when I first saw this thing, I was like, what the fuck do I need that for? <laughs> and now I'm like, what am I gonna buy when this thing breaks? <laughs> and, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, their their shit works, and all these these commercials where they're showing all the different ways that people are using this watch. And I'm like, oh yeah, I I fucking want that, you know. Mm-hmm. Even to the point where I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm gonna like get rid of this Android phone because you can't have a fucking Apple Watch and an Android phone no, that doesn't but you talk can together. Have an Android watch. Yeah, but they don't have the snazzy commercials that show me what a watch could actually do for me. Yeah, they do. But but anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, not, not on PBS or whatever you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have the ones with people high-fiving each other you're right. and baby animals. Yeah. Those are just as compelling, but they don't make me want to buy a watch. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, so I'm, I'm totally buying into this. And then when I actually stop to think about it, all I can picture is me poking at this thing. Like, <laughs> why yeah. won't it do what I want it to do? Right. <laughs> I also view it too as it's going to be more for young people thing. I mean, let's yeah. face it: the older you get, well, the shittier or, your eyes get. Or why isn't it sinking correctly? No, I want something. I'm going to actually you have get people one over for, forty with this thing two inches from their face for Android. <laughs> but the only reason I'm going to get it is so I can like read my emails and mm-hmm. shit, like or a text when I'm in a meeting instead of like pulling my phone out. I can just look at my wrist real right. quick and see who you the pretend you're Dick was. Tracy. Or when you're driving, you yeah. know, you can just look at it real quick and you don't have yeah. to whip your phone out while you're driving. Yeah. Although most people you have will to probably touch, you, you still have to touch the screen to turn it off huh? yeah no 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 there's like it oh that's right it's got the motion. gyroscope okay. yeah but um yeah what you're gonna see now is people driving around with their fucking wrists up to their yeah, faces or talking on it with their <laughs> wrist, yeah it's just yeah, because they put their phone on speaker and then they still put yeah. it in front of their face like they're gonna eat it like right. they're gonna bite into the end of it oh, they hold God. it like a slice of favorite. pizza that's and my fucking favorite hold it. Like, what are you doing? That's those people. It's a, are it's the a bane speaker of phone. My existence. Yeah, man. I Can it summon the Batmobile? If you that went is into my a, question. if you went into an office situation <laughs> and there was a speakerphone there on the table, Pretty would you soon, pick Chris. it up and put it to your the side of your head? Right. Because no. that's what the fuck you're doing right now. Right. You're, you're totally defeating the purpose. <laughs> Well, it's like uh, when I first got a cell phone, I was one of those people that was always yelling into it. Yeah, I was too. And then one man. day I'm talking to this girl. She's like, why are you yelling? You're on a phone. I'm on a phone. Like, okay, good point. So that's when, well, you're like, that's when you go, that's just how I talk. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing making fun of me? I have the it's same disease Samuel L. Jackson from has. India. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I got used to it from, you know, like the reason. you drunk. You be was, fucking fat bitches in no time. reason I was yelling into my cell phones because I grew up, like, you know, my first job's driving for a heating and cooling company we had radios in them you know like mm-hmm. walkie talk you know like oh yeah oh yeah private Sweet. band radio yeah. you know another difference if we're going to talk like age difference and technology um it definitely seems to be an age thing where anybody seems to be able to hold the conversation and block out extra noise yeah that's under say the age of 60 yeah anyone over though you can't even talk you know, you have to like turn the TV all the way down because somebody's calling and grandpa's got to talk on the phone. <laughs> yep. Like the yep. the guy that I worked for was like that. Oh, man. Like the, he'd pick up the phone and and uh, freak out because like, you know, I'm having a conversation with somebody. He's like shooing me away. Like, <laughs> you fucking walk away. <laughs> God, I am an old soul because when I get a phone call, I immediately leave the room. Well, I'll do so well, that. Politeness. politeness, yeah. Yeah, that's just, you know, excusing yourself from a room while you're having. I hate people who Dude. just sit on the couch next to you somewhere and be blah, like, blah, 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 you know, yeah. you're at like a party at somebody's house and the music's going and they're like, hold on a second. What? What? Yeah. Go in the other yeah. fucking room. Leave the room, jackass. No, yeah. but as far as that's concerned, Aaron, like, I've actually been, I've had two cell phones going. So basically, I had an earbud from each cell phone in each ear <laughs> while I was typing on a computer. Yeah. I was using a computer, like remoting into somebody's site, fixing their shit while I was on the phone with them on one ear. And yeah. on the other ear, I was like on the phone with tech support talking about other yeah, shit. Madonna's big dick in your other Dude. ear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I felt like. God damn. 
Charlie Chan. I got Toby. Spow. I got Toby Wong. Toby Wong so, over here without his big dick. Man, you know what's going on? I felt like my head was splitting apart, but I, I did Mr. it. Mr. White. Mr. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I have to. One Jay, I have to say, if you can multitask like that, your jerk off sessions must be great. You can juggle your balls and jerk off at the same time. Dude, I can stick a fucking finger in my butt, juggle my balls, and jerk off all at the same time. And, 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 and press me between throw blowing yourself into that equation. And I just don't like the, the four taste open of my dick. tabs he has at, at, X, at X videos at the same time. <laughs> okay. I could do it. All right. I'll Second videotape all, me doing it. I won't show you my wiener. <laughs> Second of all, I want to go. I want to go real quick right back to something that uh, we we were just talking about, which was uh, you said Jay, you've tried you tried to get into Daredevil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I have to. I know. Oh. Have I, you watched it past the first episode? It's shame. I don't see how I can't, you did. I can't get past the I first can't episode. Either, dude. I just I, Are you guys kidding me? Like I I, I could not stop. I had to go in right into episode 2. That's the problem is I had to stop and I then couldn't. I just can't I'm like I don't even want to oh. fucking I don't even want to go back. Episode 2 is amazing. Exactly. It's one yeah. of the best See, that's, episodes. Thank you. Of okay, the whole thank series. you. So I'll watch episode two, and if it sucks, no, you're gonna it, eat it. It does not. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> you're gonna juggle his balls while he Why? Oh shit! I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's giving anything just, away at this point uh, because it's no spoilers. Anybody who's <laughs> wanted to watch it has watched it already. But he does not get into the uniform until the last episode. I, I don't care about the uniform. I, I don't. I, really I, I knew that. that was coming. Yeah, because that's how they have to. It's, do it. You got to do that. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But but no, man. I just, just I was like watching the first episode. I'm going. All right. Okay. Dude, I, I like the fact All that right. he's not coming across as like super invincible. I mm-hmm. like that. I mean, he's like yeah. human. he's human, you know, but he just right. hap- happens to have extra perception and hearing, you know. So like he hears with fucking yeah, but he's and also that's kind of believable. They have I these mean, extended kind of. fight scenes where there's a break, like you know, he beats a couple guys down, and then he's standing there huffing and puffing and trying to catch his yeah. breath, and and those guys are like getting up off the floor, and then they come back after him, and it's like right. it's not like you know, knock no. some guy over yeah. the head, he goes down, and you know, I continue to run at full speed without breaking a sweat. No, I did Man, appreciate I got, I, that. I'm I sorry, mean, Jay. Go ahead. No, that's okay. I mean, I did appreciate that about the show. It was just I just thought that the I, I didn't I don't think the story really bit me right it you know didn't mm-hmm. compel me when i watched it so i'll give it another chance and i'll hopefully i can have it where i can go f- i'll rewatch episode one hopefully and then get into episode two just to like go I, oh right. no I'd guys say, guys there are shows that i love now that yeah I, it took me two or three suck. times to get into right mm-hmm. uh, game of suck. thrones yeah. game of thrones i watched that first episode probably three or four times before i ever made it to the second episode <laughs> i haven't even watched it yeah so. Um, I, and this one, this one is gonna really. I'm, I'm gonna get to boom. <laughs> but I, Silicon Valley, dude. I haven't it watched took, it. It took me twice to watch the first episode before I even wanted to watch really? the second. This I show interests me. I, mean, I thought episode one was super strong. It was episode two that I thought was kind of lagging. I was kind of like, well, maybe this show only had one good show in it. But by three, it was pretty damn solid. I see. I want to watch it. I just don't have the. I don't know what the fuck it's on. I don't. I don't have cable right now. I've got internet. 
So that's HBO. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to get HBO. You can get it to go now. I'm not. No, I got you. I, I just want to try it, but I don't want to do like I don't want to give them my credit card for 30 days. I'll just try that shit and I'll buy it because I'm a consumer like that. I'm a good fucking capitalist consumer. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a poor motherfucker who doesn't even have cable, so I need to watch TV. Dude, somehow. I, I don't have cable. You're not missing much, Rich. I don't have cable. I, I, Rich. I know, right? I can't I, wait I to can't, get rid of it. It kills me. I can't, I, I, dude. I'm I'm in a sports free zone. Dude, it was hard. It was hard for me to get rid of it. And I hate sports, so I don't even. What the fuck's the point of having cable if you don't like sports? Dude, I have no idea what's going on in the sports world besides ninety-seven point one and one hundred five point one. And and what am I going to do with a fucking phone? It's when busy. I'm at work? It's busy doing you porn all the time, Don't, man. Does it have a Twitter <laughs> app on it? Yeah, well, man, no, I mean, I get on, I'm I not even on Twitter. I've never even yeah, signed see, up for Twitter. That's, well, I mean, can, I have, yeah, but I you have know. options. Yeah, you have options, dude. I get alerts all day long from my ESPN app. I don't fucking. Oh no, no, I I get I get updates, but I I can't watch it unless I go somewhere. Yeah, who's going to watch it? I got cable to watch sports, and now I have this job. So now it's like, what the fuck? I'm never home to watch it. So yeah, Aaron's like, please God, don't cancel cable. Oh, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. We were doing fine before we got cable. Yeah. Fine after cable. we don't have. We'll, we'll, as long as you have an internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. will be good. Yeah. No, yes. but we're going to. We got to figure it out. We're yeah, going to back on. Yeah, sure. Sure, TV we're back and on. HBO, and it's going to cost me like half of what I'm paying now. We're and we're going to have the same amount of channels. Yep. Right. Yeah. The, the uh, a la carte things, it's coming, man. Like, it's oh, yeah. started already, and, you know, uh, it's going to kill. It's going to kill local. TV and local TV is really killing themselves. Right. By uh, well, we, we haven't talked yeah. about how Verizon is kind of uh, pushing this idea forward, much to the chagrin of the actual networks. Um, and what happened since then, the, uh, what was it? The Time Warner Comcast merger mm-hmm. broke that, that fell apart. Oh, I got a silly one for you. I'm and sorry. now Verizon is looking to expand. They're buying their AOL. Reach. They're they're what? They're buying AOL. They're buying AOL. Yeah. Three point six billion. Wait, which, from th- ten years ago or no? No, they're buying. No, they're, they're getting buying, in a DeLorean. You know, yeah. They're gonna buy all the So too? many fucking people that are like still using dial-up. Dude, that, that dial-up service. I was I I told you earlier. This is off air, but I said that how many e- emails I sent out today. A couple of them were to AOL accounts. I swear to God. I know, man. <laughs> I know, it's fun. But hey, you know, some people don't need internet for anything more than that. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're reading text text mail. You know, just they're, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. They got like Windows 98 probably still. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, Windows 98. <laughs> Dude, no, I, I can't even shit. I can't even talk shit because uh, I'm running XP. So I can't even talk shit, you know. It's whatever, man. It's You're rough. rolling a computer, rough, you know. Like, yeah, no, I know. Oh, dude, I, I XP's think great. I you updated from XP to seven last year, maybe around. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been it's been a little uh, over a year that I've been running Windows Seven. I'm Rich, well, running XP three years until 2012. So yeah. don't feel the, bad. the only reason I run XP is because I have a legit copy of it. Yeah. My laptop right. has a legit copy of seven on it. Well, Even though the, the hard drive died, you know, you flip it over, you got the code, you can, think, you know. What, he's got two more years? You, I think you have two more years where uh, you, you'll have... Uh, updates. Updates, yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's what I was trying to think of. Well, that, yeah, but then, that's fucked up, though. And then you're the, cut off. But that's not true because yeah. I have 
I'm gonna you're gonna laugh at me about this. I have two mm-hmm. Windows Vista machines at home. Yeah, and they have significant updates all the time. Mm-hmm. Like so, they haven't stopped supporting it. I mean, they're still like they they right. tell the masses we're not supporting anymore, and then they're like, eh, here's some updates. No, but I think it, I thought that the idea is that they would cycle out operating systems. So like XP is gonna go away in two yeah. years, and then <laughs> after that, Vista. That's why they're giving anybody who owns a copy of Windows Seven and up a free copy of Windows Ten for the first year because they want. They want as many devices as they possibly can on Windows 10 so they can create a more sterile environment. Yeah. How about drop the price to like 40 bucks? Yeah, right. And sell way more, have way less piracy. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, because my legit copy of XP when I bought it was like 125, I think. Dude, straight up. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I mean, I I, I looked at the bitch. I was like, that's. I, I could get fuck blown. Dude, I could get, get three OEM holes like and a swallow. I paid I paid two ninety five two ninety nine for my copy of XP Pro. Jesus. Oh yeah, pro. Oh, yeah, pro. It was, yeah, yeah. was pre OEM. Okay. Yeah, it was pro. So you got yeah, all the it was bells like and a uh, sixty four yeah. bit? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that, that yeah, fucking see. made my butt pucker, man, because like fucking paying that much money for an OS, it's like come on. You know, and like I was dumb yeah. for that wasn't dumb for doing it. It was just I, I needed to do it. And, you know, I, I had to keep up with I still got to keep up with the latest technology. Yeah. You know, it's part of my job. So for a minute, I thought you <laughs> for a second there, I thought you said the ladies technology, it, the latest. Yeah. No, I mean, you it's just like, you know, it goes technology. with it. Yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to end up buying a Mac here pretty soon so that I can I can work my way through the OS, you know, because no, it, it's it's oh, yeah. well, no, there we go. I have to know how to use the OS. I have an Ubuntu machine. Side. Yeah, <laughs> Linux, Ubuntu, you know, I'll have to have it on a Mac because of the, the businesses and the, well, the, the, the higher education world goes all Mac. Welcome to the dark side. We have oh, cookies whatever. and Macs. I've used <laughs> yeah, a Mac right. almost every fucking day, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't well, know the hotkeys like I do on a fucking Windows machine. Speaking of throwback shit, yeah, the uh, the show I've talked about that I was excited to go to, one of my bucket list shows. I, oh, I yeah. Went Faith No More. That's right. With Mike Patton. Oh God! No, oh no, no. Uh, 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 the original lead singer came out for a song too, but we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Um, now, did, uh, didn't, didn't their guitarist die though? The guy, the the I, I don't remember guy. his. You know, forgive Jim me. Jim Martin but, with the SVE yeah. or, or Flying V. Yeah, no, guy yeah. wasn't. No, he retired. Journey. He he. Yeah, 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 yeah. He no, he retired to. And I'm not bullshitting. You can Wikipedia this. He retired to grow a pumpkin farm. <laughs> He left the band to grow a pumpkin. Well, that's right. a, that's See, a I thought he was dead. Death. So no, no, he's he's good news, I guess. So, so, anyways, I, the good whole reason him. I went to this show is because uh, my 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 friend, who's who's like my brother, May. He he is my brother. Whatever you know, he's he was my best man at my wedding. I was his best man at his wedding. Whatever. Um, his wife works for Live Nation, and I never ask for like, can I get in for free to this show? Can I get? Mm-hmm. But for but for Faith No More, I was like. Please, I don't care if they got to let me in the back door and I have to sneak in and I can't I can't leave. I can't do anything. I can just only stand in one spot. I'm, I need to see the show. And she goes, I got you. Put so a security shirt on my back. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What, what, Put a security okay? shirt on my back. I'll stand someplace. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, yeah. It's not far from the truth, but OK. <laughs> I did, hey, dude, you know, I did that for Prince, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, just recently. Uh, it was years back. 
It was oh, uh, not the not the one that he just no. Had it was years back, dude. It was years back. It was okay. like, hey man, uh, Prince is coming. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And this guy's like, hey, uh, you want to go? I'm like, I'm not. I don't have any money. He goes, no, you want to work security? I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they let you. You're probably too tall. You make them feel short. No, I, no, that's yeah. No, I was up in the stands or in the. Yeah. I was like, you weren't anywhere near him. No, yeah. no. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, long story short, get a ride down. There. Uh, go up to the will call window, and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I'm, uh, there's a ticket waiting for me." They're like, "Give me your ID." I give them the ID. They're like, "Who's it under?" And I said, "My name." And they go, "No, no, no, no. Are you on the guest list?" And I'm like, "Sure." And they check the guest list, and they're like, "Yep, you're on here. Here you go." And they hand me the ticket, and I'm just like, "I'm on the fucking guest list for fucking faith no more." Fuck yeah, dude. And the people I rode with like paid fucking fifty five dollars a piece to sit in the balcony. So I, 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 you know, I go up to security, I go through the, you know, the whole check, check, check thing at the at the state or uh, the Fillmore now, as it's known, and. uh I finally I get to where I need to flash my ticket and I open up the envelope and I get handed my ticket and they scan it and they go okay go ahead and I look at the price hundred and sixty dollars oh yeah yeah buddy I'm in the mezzanine hundred and sixty bucks for the mezzanine oh that's and I'm up. like that's a little pricey if you ask me hundred and sixty yeah. bucks maybe oh, for general for mission more yeah so you, and and Chris oh, Chris man. you and I you and you and I uh, covered the Detroit Music Awards. When it was known as the States, you know, so you're walking in, you got the, you know, the, the two staircases leading up and the people I, that, that, that I came with, I'm like, guys, let me see your tickets. And it says, uh, balcony general admission. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to be sitting together. And it sucks because I want to enjoy the show with the people that, you know, I came with. And, and you also have your friend with a half a pound of shrooms. <laughs> No, no, dude, no. None of y'all kicked in, man. I could have had fucking, you know. Oh, it's on us? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I take no, I, I'm, I said I'm a bleeding heart libertarian. I take no responsibility that. for my own actions. It's all your fault. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, no, I'm just, you know, I mean, I, you know, I pre-gamed a little bit, you know, maybe, you know, hit the. The 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 oil they say you know my ride had a couple uh, key bumps yeah the little uh, what do you call it <laughs> you know fucking shit that, the pen you know and everything you know all right so I'm you know Got my head was right on. I had set the mood you know so I go in and I'm just like okay so what do we you know what do we do and they're like I you know I don't know and we literally got there right after doors open so it was a good 20 minutes before the f- opener showed up on stage. And so, we, you know, we walk around, check out the atmosphere. I'm like, wow, dude, there is a lot more talent here than I would have ever fucking thought would be at a Faith No More show. Because I just feel like Faith No More is like Primus. It's just all guys. Yeah, you know, sausage boyfriends. So, well, but, uh, or husbands. Yeah, oh, yeah, at this point, yeah. So, you know, long story short, you know, we, we get a couple drinks. By the way, $9 for a beer. I told the bitch, I was like, seriously, I can get blown for that. Are you come with a hand job? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, I was like, no, it all came right, with whatever. a fucking plastic cup, didn't it? Oh, you, you damn right it did. Fuck. And uh, so, 40 old version? Hey, it's $9 beer night. <laughs> so, I go upstairs to the mezzanine, and, uh, I mean, and it, for people who don't know, it's the main floor mezzanine balcony at, at the theater mm-hmm. I saw Faith and More at. And, Oh, wait, real quick. You know why beer is $9? Because people lose their shit if it was 10 <laughs> That would just be, a, that would be too much. Uh, that would be too much. Yeah. yeah. 
No fucking way. Well, no, that's but the thing. Is well, no, no, $9 also, for the also, beer and a dollar for the chip. If I, if I hand you it for one beer. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. But at $9, if I hand the waitress a 10, I'm just going to say keep yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. If I have to hand them 11, that's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And drunk people don't want pain in the ass. Drunk people want fucking easy. So, yeah. I No, no, I, I got you. But So we get up to the mezzanine. I'm walking up. And there's a chick waiting there, and at the mezzanine at the state, I don't know if you guys have been there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I know Chris has. I, I was up I, there for Outcast, watching that thing ripple like that bridge. There you that go. fell down okay. in that earthquake. I was, when, I went for, when I went and saw Prodigy, I was up in the balcony feeling <laughs> it move under my feet like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this shit's, shit's about to get real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to crowd surf literally on the balcony as it falls off. But, yeah, so I, I get up to the, you know, the mezzanine area, and I walk up, and... Uh, my friends who gave me the ride, I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to do this like when I went to see Clutch in 2008. We had main floor tickets, and it was general mission, and I just walked up, and the sound guy was right in the middle, and there was a roped-off area, and I just opened the rope and walked in, sat down, closed the rope, acted like you belong there, and no one questioned you. I'm like, so yeah. just follow my lead. And they were like, cool, will do. I go up, and I'm like, how you doing tonight? She's like, hey, ticket. I hand her my ticket. She looks at it. She goes, okay. I'm going to take you to your seat. How many in your party? I'm like, uh, there's three of us. She goes, okay. Um, tickets. And I'm going, fuck, at this point. Well, yeah, because you got seats. Yeah, exact. Because it was completely <laughs> sold out. And it, right. But I thought I was going to be able to pimp my way in by, by being the one with the main, you know, the ticket for the mezzanine and just going, hey, right, come right. on in with me. You know, my, how many, I, she said, how many in your party? So I'm like, I'm just going to pimp my way in this motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, long story short is I, 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 I didn't. She was like, tickets? And she goes, oh, no, you guys are on the balcony upstairs. And I looked at, looked at him, I'm like, and I looked at the lady, and the lady was just like, there's no way they're getting in here. They have to go upstairs. <laughs> now, Rich, there's nowhere here's, your, here's, your, here's your mistake, Rich. That's a mid-show move. That's not a before-show move. That's, that's true. That's let the chaos start, and because I've I've done that shit before. Yeah, that that is that has to go on. If you're gonna pull that shit, that has to happen during the concert. Okay, you, I got you. Fair you gotta get them confused. They gotta they gotta be you know they gotta That's be not you, on top of their game. You have to remember the friends I went with. They're a married couple. One is in his forties. The other is in her mid to late thirties, and they wanted to be on time to see the opening act. Like who, who that was, was a big deal to, to to the chick. So who was the opening act? Oh, you're killing me. Um. Uh, uh. Do me a favor. You got a computer in front of you. Look it up. It's uh. uh, uh like three. <laughs> no. 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 I'm. I'm dead serious. Because I. I. I too. But no. No. Just. Just look, look it up. Because I. It was. They were really interesting. I don't know if I would say that it was something I'm into, but they were really interesting. But it was. It was a. Uh, it was a, a. A chick singer, guitar player, a chick bass player, a guy drummer, and um. Half half of the stuff she sang was in Spanish. I found out later. Soli Victus? Le Butcherettes? Yes. Thank oh, you. There you go. She worked with uh, uh, one of the guitar players from uh, the Mars Volta. And uh, uh, who was the band for before the Mars Volta? Uh, at the Drive-In. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was you know it, the you know my female friend really wanted to see that show. I mean, you know, see them guys. Now it's like, all right, cool. But so they went upstairs. We agreed to meet someplace downstairs. So I get shown to my seat. I mean, like ushered to my seat, and I'm sitting, and I have a table to my left, and like the view is great. 
I can see everything, even though I'm in the mezzanine. I'm not on the main floor, whatever. And she goes, and sir, your uh, nearest bar is right here. Your nearest bathroom is right up these stairs. And enjoy the show. Keep your ticket on you at all times. Have a, have a good evening. And I'm like, bitch, why are you talking to me like this? Like, I, I, when I go to shows, I'm like, get, you hand them a ticket. They look at it and they go, go on fuck out my face and then security fucking with you the rest of the night i'm like oh shit i feel like an adult right now all right so sat there opening act happened uh like i said very interesting like chick i mean jumped off the stage ran through the crowd to the point where i couldn't see her from the mezzanine and i'm like looking and then the crowd put her up and passed her to the front and she hopped back on stage i mean like it was you know it was like all right, this is a lot of high energy, high energy music. You know, I don't, I'm not necessarily certain, sure if it's something that I would go buy, but put, they put on a good show. This is apparently Lee Butcherette's on, uh, I don't know what MTV, MTV Iggy Live is, but that's the show that they're performing live on right now. Iggy Azalea Live, maybe? I'm guessing, because it can't be Iggy Pop. Or maybe, I don't know. But the I'm lead singer does play guitar and keyboard at the same, like, like she alternates between the two. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, at the same time, like, she'll just stop playing the guitar and she'll play the keyboard and go back to the guitar. There we are. Is this a duo? Well, it was like, a trio when I saw him. It oh, was, okay. It was her, a female bass player, and a, and a male drummer. Yeah, I think this is only the, uh, her and the drummer. Not sure it's male though. I mean, well, dude, I don't, I, I don't know anything about their history. The, the lineup could have changed, right? So. All right, I'm already so, out. I heard that in the '90s. <laughs> yep. Was that a Janis Joplin cover band? Oh, don't get me started on Janice fucking Sorry, Rich, Joplin. we're shitting on your concert Joplin. experience. <laughs> Sorry, Rich, go for it. <laughs> All right, so, so, anyways, so... <laughs> Lady was they, almost sucking your dick, okay. They end, they end, and I start talking to people around me, and in the mezzanine at the state, if you guys have ever sat there, like, there's tables behind the seats, and there was a couple behind me, and the lady goes, oh, did you come to Faith No More all by yourself? And I'm like... <laughs> yes. Why, why yes, would you? Why would you? No, because her husband was right there, and he looked oh. like a dude who'd done some time. And I'm like, why would you ask that? And she goes, because no one's with you. I'm like, well, my my friends came with me. They're my ride, but they're upstairs, and I have this seat. And she goes, oh, okay. So she starts chatting me up, you and know, the dude next to me starts chatting me up with his with his wife or girlfriend, whatever it was. And we all start talking about three so, make you gay, rich. Three I, I make know. you gay. We all start talking about music, and it's like our musical piss puddles all kind of overlap, even though like none of us are into anything exactly but faith no more. You, you get what I'm saying? Like that's the reason we're here. But like I, I make fast friends usually wherever I go, kind of for the most part. Mm-hmm. So and and I'm just like, okay, you guys, you guys are really cool. Thank you. You know, I appreciate it. And you know, it's good. I'm glad I'm gonna be watching a show with people who are cool and not a bunch of assholes. And. Faith No More comes out. First of all, I got to describe this to you. The entire stage is white. And when I say the entire stage, I mean the microphones. Yeah, it was beautiful. The microphone stands. I saw pictures of that. That would be awesome. Yeah, the amps, everything. And the way the lighting is, is that it's, there's, you know, wherever the lighting hits, 
they all turn the color of the lighting, but if they hit multiple colored lights, you know, different members of the band are different colors. Okay. Because the band's in all white, you know, and it's like, okay, right there, that's cool. They come out, they start with a, uh, a new song, uh, the, the lead single, uh, Motherfucker, off their new album. Eh, whatever. You know, you don't go to see a band like this for their new shit. Four songs in, they start epic. <laughs> I'm like, it takes balls big enough to come in a dump truck. Four songs into your fucking set, after not touring for fucking 17, or not being in this city for 17 years, to play your biggest hit. So I was like, all right, I give them credit. So they played Epic, and then they they, they played Easy, their cover of Easy by the Commodores. Nice. Yep. And then, uh, and then, Did they uh, do We Care A Lot? Yes. Awesome. Yep, yep. Love that song. Yep. Um, give me one second. I, but yeah, uh, the, the, uh. The one that really fucking threw me that they played that I, I was kind of shocked they played was um and, and this is just me my I'm a weird guy my favorite Faith No More album is the one from 1997 uh, album of the year the one with uh, Last Cup Last, of Sorrow yep Last Cup of Sorrow all that on there um most people like look at that as the throwaway album I just I for whatever reason I, I've always loved that album. But yeah, the oh, the, uh, the set list was they opened up with Motherfucker. They, then they went from out of nowhere, Caffeine, Evidence, which is from King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime, which is like a, almost a lounge type, you know, song. Epic, excuse me, Epic was her fifth song. Sunny Side Up, Surprise You're Dead. Then, guys, I got to tell you, this was this was the highlight of the entire show. This was this is what made. Everything worth it. Midlife crisis. They started playing. They got halfway through it to, to the point in the song where it's, there's that natural pause, and they stopped playing, and the whole crowd continued to sing the, the chorus. And Mike Patton's standing there with his arms folded, holding the microphone, giving you the eh, and he goes, "Good college try, but not good enough." By the way, at the Fox next door, Hall and Oates are playing. Why are you not there? <laughs> and nice. fucking the, the whole crowd's like. Boom. And he's like, no, no, you don't understand. We really kind of fucking like that shit. And then they start playing Rich Girl. Nice. By Hall and Oates. That's uh, hilarious. So they're like, you know, and then they stopped and then he just held up his mic and he turned and he looked at Mike Gordon on drums and he went right back into the rest of fucking Midlife Prices, you know. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's fucking awesome. That's great. And then uh, rest set no man was, eater. Uh, uh, no, no man eater. <laughs> uh, rest set was everything's ruined. Gentle art of making enemies. Easy. Um, King for a day. Ashes to ashes. Superhero. Soul Invictus. Dude, uh, did you break this shit down? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh right. Um, they, they, they covered. They covered Burt Backrack. <laughs> this guy's in love with you. Oh, I fuck. That is one of my yeah. favorite Burt Backrack songs. Are you fucking yes. kidding me? They covered it. Oh. Oh. By the way. They also, and in an instrumental interlude, did the theme from uh, Midnight Cowboy. So, I mean, it's like they were fucking all over the place. And then they brought Chuck Mosley out, their original lead singer, to, to sing the song Mark Bowen. And then they ended with a new song called From the Dead, which was funny because Mike Patton's like, how many hippies are in the crowd? And people are like, yeah. And he's like, I'm not a hippie. <laughs> but on this song, I have to have a tambourine.
tambourine. And the keyboard player was playing an acoustic guitar. And Mike Patton's like, so forgive me, I'm going to be a hippie for this song. And he's like, playing it. Mike Patton playing a tambourine. And I was like, all right, dude. All right, I'm I'm done. And there's, I mean, you know, and then that was the end. That was it. That was it. It was about an hour and a half, hour and 40 minute show. And, uh... <laughs> Did they play it like this, or did they change it up? No, of course they played it like this, man. They I fucking just, did a yes. Yeah, no, I just it's faith no more. They they covered fucking the Bee Gees. I started a joke. I love the Bee Gees too, man. Yeah, I, dude, fucking. Yeah, that's why I said, man. If I'd have known that May and Star I weren't going, started a joke. <laughs> if I'd have known May and Star weren't going, and I could and I could have gotten an extra ticket, I'd have been like. Aaron, you need to come with me. I'm because sad that I missed you, it. Aaron, Detroit hipsters harder. We already fucking said it the last one. It's the truth. Dude, it was it was hipster heaven. I mean, I yeah. was up there just like loving it. It was a it was a veritable who's who of world famous in Detroit. Yeah, you, you you just saw people that you've been like, oh, I know that dude. Oh, that dude's okay. I know that. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You ready to switch up roles a little bit? Mm. I prefer Mr. Bungle over Faith No More. I've heard that so many times, dude. And you know what? I respect that. But here's the thing. I'm just, I, I'm not a Mike Patton fan. I'm a Faith No More fan. I'm a Mike Patton fan. I dude, love just the musicality. Just the, I want to see Tomahawk live. Fa- Tomahawk, Phantomos. Uh, Mr. Bungle, like all his all his side projects, they have aspects I like, but Faith No More is the melting pot that I really like. To me, Mr. Bungle is very Zappa esque. Oh yeah, oh that's yeah. why I like it. The musicality yeah. of it, the technicality of it. Now, that's just me. I'm gonna give you guys a heads up. The entire show was live streamed on Yahoo, and oh, yeah? it's available on. Uh, YouTube right now. You can watch the entire show. Well, fuck yeah, I'm going to check it out. Um, The one thing I will say is, okay, there's two there's two things I, I tend to do when I'm at a show. One is the experience of the, of the stage show, and the other is how much I appreciate the set list. You forgot drink. Well, no, the, I mean, that's just, that's a given. That's like, uh, that's always in the ether. It doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, you said show. Yeah. Exactly. What, what more do you need? <laughs> but no, uh, but what, you brought ether. What? <laughs> <laughs> Devil ether. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get into that. All right. Anyways, uh, but no, I, listening back ether, to the live stream, I was like, Ooh, I realized two things. The backing vocals are all Mike Patton in the studio because live, they're not there. And two, yeah. Mike Patton's getting old because he can't do what he used to do vocally. Yeah. Well, I think that he happens just, to all vocalists. He just can't. The, dude, the um, dude's barely 50, if, if that. And he keeps himself in yeah. And on top, well, I, I was going to say he keeps himself in good shape, but he looks like a puffy version of Mike Patton. Like, he looks oh. like Vince Vaughn in old school versus Vince Vaughn in fucking swingers. <laughs> He's a puffy motherfucker now. I'm just like, dude. I, and, he's, and, and on top of it, he's a fucking asshole. You can't be an asshole if you can't back it up, homie. That's just all there is to it. So I remember going to see The Cure on the Wish Tour and just, yeah, kind of being disappointed by Robert, really? by Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Smith. Right. He, he couldn't bring it vocally anymore? 
Robert Smith? Yeah. Um, n- well, the sound was kind of bad. It was in uh, what the Silver Dome. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. So the, so- you- the sound was for shit. And it's the fucking time right there. Yeah. And he, he looked, I, from then on, from that show on, I referred to him as Bob the Sad Clown. (laughs) 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 That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I also saw Morrissey around the same time. Uh, the Kill Uncle tour, which an album that I personally adore, but even Wait a minute, Kill e- Uncle ninety two. Yeah, even Morrissey was like, I didn't make that. I don't know what you're the talking clo- about. Is is that the album with uh, the closer? It, uh, the the harsh truth of the camera. Sing your life. Uh, uh, the more you push me away, the closer I get, or something nope, like that. No, that, that, was, that was later. That was after I that. Get. That okay. was after. That was after. Okay. Did you put yep. that on a mixtape with uh, every breath you take for the stalker mix? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> no, but I went to that show, and uh, it was a fantastic show, and he's wearing this gold lame shirt, and at the end, all of this smoke just comes pouring out, and all you see are these black silhouettes on stage, and he takes his shirt off, and he's swinging it over his head. He whips it out into the crowd, and everybody just swarmed on it. Like, you know, when you feed, like, a uh, fish in a koi pond? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. They, and <laughs> no, I've heard he is a it. giant dick. Oh, yeah. And uh, he... Like, he's driven by venues because they've served meat. <laughs> oh, no, we're not going to play here tonight. Fuck um, all these people that bought tickets. Well, they tore that shirt to pieces. There were people walking out of there with, like, you know, little two-inch scraps of gold lame and just like rubbing it on their faces and crying like i was i was i was a fan we were all why were they allergic to the material we were all in drama club huge huge morrissey fans but we learned what it meant to be a huge huge morrissey fan that (laughs) night yeah 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 like i i am morrissey ends with how soon is now? It begins, he ends with that. And people are like, oh no. my God. Like when I run into no, a, man. a that really... band that he hooked up with for Kill Uncle that he worked with for years after that, and most of them are still around, they fucking rock. See, this is what I run into every time I fucking say, look, I respect Johnny Marr. He's a good guitar player. I, res- I respect what the yeah. Smiths did. It's just not my thing. It, but but that one song is a badass fucking riff. I'm with it's you a there, good, Rich. It's a good song. And if you if you ever listen to an interview with Johnny Marr, he goes, "I wrote that to be like Sunshine of Your Love or uh, uh, Can't Explain. I wrote it to be a riff that stands on its own, to, transcends where the rest of the band will, will you know everyone will go." Hey, have you heard of the Smiths? Yeah, I've heard of this song. He wrote that to be that way. I think that the the pinnacle of the Smiths' career is this charming man, and I it, that's like one of the perfect pop songs. It's one of the best written songs, hands down. No, I got you, man. I dude, I fucking. I don't that's, know. I, that's what once, now, uh, eh. like like I was just saying about Faith No More. I I I talked to Faith at uh, the show. I was outside getting a cigarette, and they're like, "What's your favorite album?" I'm like, "Album of the Year." They're like, "That's the shit album. That's the throwaway <laughs> album." And I'm like, I, "Yeah, it's my favorite." It's just like, "What's my favorite Pink Floyd album?" Wish you were here. You know, favorite Stones album, "Let It Bleed." Not the pop, not Exile on it, not the sexy yeah. picks, not you know, Sticky Fingers, none of that shit. Well, Let It Bleed is my favorite Stones. Album. I still believe that a majority of Kill Uncle stands up, but there's no doubt that my state of mind, where I was in my life at that time had a lot to do with why that album stuck with me. 
Yeah. I think we all, I think everybody's got albums And, that, like and that. you'll never lose yeah. that. But did I ever tell you the time I saw Johnny Marr play and I didn't know it? Uh, no. You're going to now. <laughs> no, I went to see Modest Mouse out in Kalamazoo and uh, watched their whole show, loved it. And uh, the whole time there was a guitar player. And I was like, oh, they got an extra guy playing guitar. And uh, he's got this nice Telecaster. And then he whips out this Rickenbacker. And I was like, oh, man, he's got taste in guitar. And he can play really well, too. I like this guy's sound. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, like to- like totally digging this guy, and he's like, you know, he had like the 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 mo- whole mod haircut where it's like kind of mm-hmm. shaggy and all like done up. And I went with a, a workmate and kind of got split up for the show. Met up with him afterwards, and I was like, dude, who is that guy with the fucking sexy guitars? And he's like, that's that's fucking Johnny Marr. What? Are you- <laughs> How did you not recognize him? I'm like. I don't know. He looks different than... It's not like you see many pictures of the Smiths anyway, even when they were around. Yeah, exactly. And if you all do, their album Morrissey's covers, right up front. So. Right, yeah. I'm all sorry their- I was getting laid instead of fucking studying every member of every band that I listened to. Right. All their <laughs> album covers are still shots from obscure movies. Now you yeah, know how I yeah. feel about when you guys talk about comic books, Jay. I don't talk about comic books. I, no, no, no. You say, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're the odd man out now. Well, I have to say, I'm just, I'm, I'm very, very appreciative of Star for hooking me up with, with, with the concert because even though, yes, like I said, watching the live stream, I'm like, ugh. And musically, they were on point, but vocally, eh, of course, it's also only the eighth show into the, into the, uh, what do you call it, uh, the tour. So yeah, you know, I, maybe they haven't hit their stride yet. I don't know, but it's, it's a bucket list band I can check off. And congratulations! It, well, I had a great time, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, it could like guys, it guys, could have been a lot I, worse. I, I wish I could have got you all in because where I was at, Jay, we were not surrounded by people. There was no point where I was surrounded by people. So you'd have, you'd have felt comfortable. On top of that, you'd have been the king of these people. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of uh, well, how how do you rate it as a reunion tour? Like, it seems like it was way better than your average. Um, as, as you, a, can tell, you, you can tell the guys really all wanted to, to be on stage together. There was a yeah. lot of interaction between the yeah. band members on stage, like going up and talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, when they went to go cut during midlife crisis, Mike Patton looked at the guitar player, gave him a nod, looked at the drummer, gave him a nod, looked at the bass player, gave him a nod, went up to the keyboard player, tapped him on the shoulder, and he said something. But on the on the, rewatching on the the, the 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 cast that you know the, the video they did that's on YouTube that I, uh-huh. I sent a link to. And then he shook his um, head and laughed and walked away. Well, no, no, he yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, but you could tell he was like, guys, we're gonna fucking do hollow notes when we stop. You know, like he was telling right, him, he's right. like, you know, and it, if you ever watch any old Faith No More live shit, there was never that interaction with between those. I mean, yeah. that was a band that just, especially after about 92, they just did not like each other, but they just kept making music. Yeah. You can tell that in the live performance. This is, this was, I mean, they were having fucking, fun. Mike Patton was having a good time. on Mike Patton was having a good time on stage and he's a fucking well-known cocksucker. He's like, he's like Danzig, but taller. <laughs> Dan, like seriously, Danzig's such a dick. And yes, and so is Mike Patton. If he didn't have the musical uh, vocal ability he has, no one would put up with his ass. But he does. So, but you can tell that he was actually enjoying himself. He started. He was even fucking with the crowd right before Easy. He's like Detroit basketball, and the whole crowd's like, "Yeah!" And he's like, "Not this year." 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And then after Easy, he goes. Not for the last decade. Yeah, he, yeah I know, right? And uh, he was like, uh, no, no. It, right before Easy ended, he's like the last chorus. He's like, come on, tough guys. Sing with me. Well, real quick then, uh, let's go around the horn and hear who's gone to what they would consider a successful reunion show. Like, I can think of two that stuck out. The Pixies, which was fucking amazing, and uh, Sunny Day Real Estate. And, oh, but, oh man, that's a good one. But you just I got fan, you just got fantastic musicians. The Jollies, no matter what, keeping that music snob street cred, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. No, the Jollies. The Jollies. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it was amazing reunion. I, I don't even know who the Jollies are. So when, when did they just, get back Jay together? When um, was the show that you saw? Uh, I actually, I fucking, it was at the Magic Stick. And I, okay. was actually, I actually got on stage and sang with them. It was fucking fantastic. Nice. Yeah, it was great. They Chris, pulled me on stage to sing Hey Suburbia. It was fucking awesome. Chris, uh, have you seen any successful, what would you consider successful reunion shows? Uh, the original lineup of Primus. That would be yeah. great. That was badass. You know, that was Les Claypool, Larry right. Lalonde, Tim Alexander, and My Erection right. for three so, hours. So there's a solid, <laughs> there's a solid through line in our in our choices. It's really about musicians, mm-hmm. right? Well, I, I'll These say are, also another another successful one. I, I mean, saw yes, was, of uh, course, it's all they're all musicians, but we're talking about hardcore, super talented musicians. I saw Living Color to ba- is the bag in Ferndale. Yes, mm-hmm. Magic yeah. Bag. I, got I saw I saw Living Color to Magic Bag in Ferndale. Yeah, and uh, they fucking killed it, man. I mean, like, and you could tell those guys were happy to be back together. Like, that's to mm-hmm. me a successful reunion. And again, when you see them on stage and they're happy to be there. Positions. It's not just like a money grab. It's not the ro- Rolling Stones going out every, you know, five to seven years. And yeah, but Vernon things. Reed's like a genius on guitar. I can't say I know of any large act. Yeah. I, I really, yeah. That's yeah, I can't I really have. either. That's man. the problem I have is like, I, I, I just, you know. Wait a minute, did the Buzzcocks ever break up? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Because I yeah. saw the Buzzcocks open up for Pearl Jam in Oh, in no. Yeah, they did, they did kind of have a reunion. And uh, would, they were great opening up for Pearl oh, Jam bet. in 03. I would Page and Plant count as a reunion? Yeah. Sure. I mean, it was pretty badass. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if was. I, I bet that was. That was a point in my life before all the Led Zeppelin songs had become totally fucked out. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed the show. Yeah, see, I that came around after all the Zeppelin songs were fucked out for me. So, like, I, I was like, fuck that. I'm not fucking going to that. But yeah. now I kind of wish I would have gone because, like, I bet you, you know, they're fantastic musicians. You know, Dude, and just to say you saw them, it's the yeah, same right, reason right. why I went to Paul McCartney. Yeah, I went it's the most to I've ever paid for a concert ticket in my life. I went to Aerosmith and Kiss Beatles. for that reason, you know? I mean, how much was it, Chris, by the way? Uh, gee, even with the discount that we. Uh, well, I wasn't working in the office, but my buddy was. He got it was still like one hundred twenty five dollars. Well, it's fucking ridiculous. So and I don't understand. The, the, I don't understand why the fuck was my seat in the mezzanine one hundred and sixty? Yeah, that's fucked up, know. man. Because like I had an offer of general admission for uh, for eighty bucks for Faith No More. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I I just dude I, I was no I'm not dude when I was well, talking to people beside me the guy beside me paid one hundred and seventy five Jesus for 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 two seats him and his wife. People behind me, you know the seats, the, the 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 literally the tables with the four chairs, yeah, in the mezzanine at the state, yeah, yeah. That was 117, and those were released uh, 48 hours before the show was supposed to go down. Wow. So I, I, you know, I was like, no, I believe you. It's just, like, I mean, wow, I was I just, no, no, I was like thinking like big pimp and spending. She, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy, yeah, you know. Like, Richie had brought up the Buzzcocks. That's a band where I don't I love. I don't think I'd be interested in seeing a reunion. I uh, 
I would just want to go in a, a time machine and go back to the seventies and see them play. Yeah, as a well, number well, of bands, like I would. If I had a time machine, I would go back to like seventy eight, maybe seventy seven. Yeah, and well, just I mean, I, see I, I, a lot I, of bands in New York. I'll tell you this, man. Live at um, CBGB. They opened, yeah. it, like I said, yeah. they opened up for Straight Pearl up. Jam. I saw them Pearl Jam uh, in '03 at Pine Knob. They opened up for them. They were solid, and I mean, they delivered. I'm sure they were. And they, they even uh, the guitar player came on stage at the end of the the Pearl Jam set and played uh, a Bob O'Reilly with Pearl Jam, and it was like. This is awesome. You know, you can tell it was it was two bands touring together that respected each other. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what I like. I like I like when I if I go see a band, I want to see a band that's happy to be on stage with each other that loves each other. I know this is like whatever, you know, it's coming off like kind of faggy, whatever. I whatever. But no, man, I just want to see musicians who are happy to be creating the music they're doing together. Mm. And, and it's not like we're doing it. It's not like Kiss. It's like, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it doesn't matter to me if they're having fun. If they're, if they're not getting along with each other, I could give a shit less. Like uh, seeing Brian's jo- Brian Jonestown Massacre was a really good show. And they you know, don't they get along other. at all. <laughs> yeah, they they're, all hate each other. I, now, the, there was a bit of a tussle that that happened on the stage at the show that I was at. Not no serious fights broke out, but I've seen footage of like especially the tambourine player going after people. <laughs> not serious. No, I know. That's yeah, the ruiners were like that, man. Yeah. I fucking played with them a few times. Yeah, now, another were, question like for the group. I know we're, we're getting close here. Yeah. Uh, is there any band that you saw its original lineup in its heyday? That you're like, fuck yeah, I got to see him before it all went to shit or they broke there's, up. Or- there's so many examples where I just missed that shit that uh, I can't even think of one where I... Clutch? I can, yeah. I mean, they're still to me, but I mean, to, in, in their heyday, I would you say... You feel like you saw... No, no I'm talking about like, the original before members. Before they broke up. Yeah. Oh, before or, they, oh, Clutch is still all the original yeah, members. Yeah, 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 it is. Okay. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Toadies for me. I saw the Toadies <laughs> with uh, a band called Solid Frog. At the state, I remember. Saw, I remember, I I remember the that with show. flaming lips. I I, I saw him for uh, uh two ninety nine. No, no, yeah, two ninety nine. Yeah, that was a low dough show. Yeah, oh. uh, for it was a, it was a riff show, yep. and uh, it was the original lineup of the Toadies, and it was fucking great. And then I saw the Toadies again with they opened. It was um, no doubt Toadies Bush, and I bought the ticket to go see the Toadies, which is that's just a great band name all in itself. Yeah. I, 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 no I, doubt Toadies Bush. but yeah and and they had different members by then and that was like a year and a half later well i can i'll give you the two big ones that i missed which are nirvana and radiohead but (laughs) the the one where i felt like i caught the the band i don't know if this exactly counts for what you're looking for chris but smashing pumpkins i mean they kind of became a totally different band but with the original lineup with Jimmy Chamberlain playing drums, I saw them a number of times, and those are some of the best shows that I've seen. See, Aaron, Aaron, you and I are on the same page. If Jimmy Chamberlain isn't with fucking Billy Corgan, it's I don't want to see band. the Pumpkins. It's, it's yeah. a different band. I, Zwan, yeah. and I, I, or nobody band but Krishan's hand stayed with the Chili Peppers. The Descendants. The Descendants. I saw The Descendants with all the original members. Yeah. yeah that was pretty fucking awesome. That's, yeah, I that's bet. an actual, yeah. That's a band I've never experienced live. Oh, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Dude, Thumbs was, up, bro. Amazing. And that's, that was that's at a Saint, good one. Yeah, that was at St. Andrew's Hall. All right. Jay wins this week. Ding. Oh. Yeah. I'm not trying to one-up. It's just, no, I just thinking about it. Like, no, I'm just... Man, it's, you're making me feel like an asshole with mine. I got to see, I saw Soundgarden in November, and, and by April, they were done. Mm. Mm. Oh, nice. 
I did see them play at Lollapalooza, but I, I, I don't know. I think it had a lot, a lot to do with the venue more so and, and the people. Oh, God. And, I had uh, tickets the to the first Lollapalooza, and my mother put the, put, 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 put the kibosh on that, and she was like, yeah. you're not going. And she ripped up my tickets, threw them oh. in the trash. Oh, I was going to like, I had uh, to get to that. I was, I, was, I was almost in tears, and then I had tickets to see in 92, Living Color with the Bad Brains opening. Nice. Oh, and she ripped those tickets up and threw them away. My mother I went to, uh, to fucking take shit away from me. So I was just like, you're killing me, Mom. Oh, I, got a great I, I went to Suicidal Tendencies when I was 15, and my mom didn't know until I was like literally sitting in the car getting a ride down to fucking Kobo Arena when I was 15, you know, I was 15 years old. Yeah. And um, I didn't lie to her. I just told her I was going to see a concert, and I didn't tell her where it was at. And I get into the car with uh, Scott's ex-girlfriend's mm-hmm. mom was driving us down there and my mom's like you're going to Kobo what what <laughs> and she freaked out and but she let me go but it was a fucking great show oh no my mom didn't rip him up because of, oh. of who was playing my mom ripped him up <laughs> yeah. because she knew she full, knew full, I could have been go see I could have been going to see a fucking full-on sex show like something out of fucking Amsterdam my mom wouldn't have cared yeah <laughs> She got pissed at me and was like, "You want you you really want this? You can't have it." Yeah, and I had, then threw it away. And I was like, "Oh, you, like, you talking about ripping up tickets reminded me of uh, not really a similar story, but I once ripped up a, a pair of tickets on my own. I had tickets to go see, or a ticket actually." to go see Slater Kenny and it just happened to fall on my uh, friend and roommate at the time's birthday and everybody that we knew showed up at the house and you know people are drinking everybody's having a great time and I'm like uh I gotta go to the show that I got a ticket for and they're all giving me a hard time over it and I was like did you have a ticket I had singular yeah I had a ticket Oh, no. I love going to shows by myself. I did it many, many times. I've seen more shows going on my own than I have going with groups of people. You are a fucking weird motherfucker sometimes, I don't need to talk to anybody. I'm here to see the show, and I want to stand in a certain place, too, where it sounds really good. Not necessarily next to where your friends want to stand, but anyway. No, I got you. I got you. Go ahead. (laughs) So, uh... Yeah, eventually I break and I'm like, dude, it's your bir-. you know, I have a couple shots of me. I'm like, it's fucking birthday. I'm already getting drunk. I shouldn't go out driving. Everybody's here. Fuck it, dude. And I like make this big show tearing up my ticket in front of him. Like I'm hanging out tonight. And We're going to bed. No, had a great night. No, everybody yeah. got drunk and we all had a great time. And then the next day, flipping through the Metro Times, and I see that the Slater Kenny show is on Saturday, not the Friday night. Oh. <laughs> so I tore up my ticket oh. for the show that was the following night. I could have still gone. <laughs> Congratulations. You failed life. Yeah. <laughs> Take that twelve fifty and just tear it right. up. How sad is that whole story? <laughs> Starts with buying one ticket for a show. See what alcohol does to you. <laughs> but uh, we've hit our quota. All right. So I'm sorry that I gotta cut it short, but yeah. Bye. All right, later. <laughs> All right, guys, later. <laughs> If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you 
you for listening. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise.